This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Jason Kelly on Bloomberg Radio. So as we were talking earlier, among the Bloomberg 50, which will be in the current magazine, it's hitting newsstands on Thursday, is the executive chairman of uh, one of the big cannabis companies. And, you know, we talk a lot about the industry. We did, Jason, last year. We certainly did this year. And we will no doubt about it, continue into 2020. So we want to find out a little bit about what's to come, the importance of branding. Dia Sims is with us, CEO of the cannabis brand consultancy company, BRN Group, joining us in our Bloomberg Interactive Broker Studio right here in New York. Welcome to Bloomberg Radio. Oh, hello. Glad to be here. So tell us a little bit about the cannabis industry, because I feel like there's been some highs and lows, no puns intended. I truthfully <laughs> oh, mean that. Goodness. You trip no, no, over no, no, puns no, no, all no, no, day no. in this industry. <laughs> but I do think, like, we've talked to a lot of the CEOs at various companies and you know we still need to get the regulations figured out so that there's federal regulation in the U.S. so it's not a state-by-state cases we're still trying to figure out the financial aspect of it so tell us a bit about your thoughts on what's to come and 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 how it's moving along yeah 100 percent it's incredibly early days um and we're excited to be a part of it I mean at the Byrne Group our focus is is rooted in three pillars and tech distribution and brands sorry I said BRN Byrne Group it's the Byrne Group let it burn baby baby (laughs) pun intended Yeah, exactly. So I don't want to get in the weeds, but no, no. Oh, <laughs> you love boy. to do it. <laughs> okay, we do, we do this all day. We do this all day. So, uh, so the reality is, um, you know, this is an industry, right? I've I've worked in everything from fashion, fragrance, TV, celebrity, spirits, where you kind of had to build and determine what segment you're going after. This is interesting, right? You have like a you have a plan that is centuries old. Like this is like how do you take this is like cinnamon, right? So you have an existing proposition um, that essentially needs to be rebranded and destigmatized, which is which will be driven primarily by I think actually a step before marketing is really around education. Um, you know, as a person who has built a gazillion brands, there's a huge gap in the basics of like nomenclature and what is CBD? What is TCH? What does cannabis even mean? Right. Where does the plant come from? Is this new? Is it novel? Um, so I think for us at the Burn Group, when we look at the brands that we're building, we've put together kind of a crack team of um, people who deeply understand how to build cannabis brands, but at the intersection of commerce and culture, which we feel like don't exist right now. Um, I think on top of that, uh, when you look at what the future is, to so answer your question. So it's not like fashion, or is it like alcohol? You've worked with, you know, certainly getting a lot of... Oh, 100%. You know, spirit brands out there. Yeah, responsibly. So is it the same thing? And that's important, responsibly. Yes. Um, but there are lots of rules and regulations when it comes to the alcohol industry. So is it the same thing? Can we make the comparison? 100%. I mean, when I was looking at the industry um, somewhat longingly from the outside, there's a ton, I think, of similarities um, you know, in terms of in, in the spirits business, in terms of building premium brands and the opportunity to connect with consumers. The gap, though, is in an industry where in spirits, where it's heavily self-regulated, right? right. Mm-hmm. Um, which is which is really the really the way to go when you think about the future of potential. Um, what regulation looks like, my hope is that regulators understand it can't be done in isolation. It has to be legitimate private-public collaboration just because the information is so disparate. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of have to all sit at the same table, share information to determine what regulations make sense from a guidance counselor standpoint, not a whole monitor standpoint. Right. And you talked about the intersection of commerce and culture, which is so fascinating. And you probably sat at one of the most fascinating next side of that which is working for puff Diddy. daddy brother love combs yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah so i mean and very few people candidly in the modern era 
have done that as well as he has, obviously, as you did in many ways across a variety of brands and really understanding an audience, really understanding marketing. What do you bring from that experience to this? Yeah, look, 14 years um, work there building everything from, you know, from from fragrance, as I mentioned, and, you know, my favorite story from Ciroc Vodka, which was horrible, terrible story, negative five years, Kager, a, a spreadsheet you would cry at to, you know, what is now um, considered to be like a $2 billion retail value brand. Um, but the science, I think, of what, uh, of what Sean brought to the table, whether it was 1995 and then, you know, a new Biggie song or whether it was building the second most popular ultra premium vodka in the world, it is really around, you can't, like you can't fake a conversation with your audience. And mm. this was true 30 years ago, but today is hyper true. Great point. And it's incredibly missing right now in the cannabis space. I, um, you know, my newest parlor trick right now is ask anybody to name three CBD brands outside this building and no one can get to. If you can get to two, like you're in a, uh, an audience that's probably an analyst. And I have to, <laughs> like, no, but I have to say, like, you're overwhelmed and I have felt the same way. Yes. Like, I'm curious, but I feel like, what are the standards? And there's just an array of products and I don't, I don't have a brand connection yet with it. Anything. Yeah, you need someone and something to trust and believe in if you're just, to your point, kind of candy curious, which, you, you know, we're, the cool thing about the industry is it is literally like one of the true nonpartisan issues, right? right? Over 60% of Americans yeah. are pro federal regulation. And it's right. definitely an interesting frontier. So yeah, you're going to have back. to come back. Come and, back. Uh, please, please. I can't wait. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Dia Sims is the CEO of Burn Group here in our Bloomberg Interactive Brokers studio, spending your time between New York and Toronto. Watch this space for sure. We will. <laughs> Noted.